Who knew this would happen? A magic potion could save my life. Who knew that these feelings had a name? I'm worthy of change, same as you are. Mirror, mirror, don't you judge me? Don't you dare? Who knew I was? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Transitional Wisdom Podcast, where Nash and I discuss all things trans and queer related from a variety of different perspectives. Today, we are going to be discussing... Our episode today will be uh, self-care, specifically for the holidays. So we're going to talk about some ways that we can like make sure to take care of ourselves uh, going into that holiday season, like maybe we can share at actual events and then just in general actual events like you know if somebody goes to a holiday party or something we're doing role play now maybe (laughs) (laughs) well i'm thinking of like i'm thinking of how i have handled situations so Mm -hmm. like we talked about before like some of the things that i did like for the holidays so like I know that, like, something that's important for me just in general is to kind of have, like, a way out of situations. Like, to know that if something's not feeling good, like... an escape route. Exactly, an escape plan. That's what I wrote. (laughs) An escape plan. So just to have, like, you know, an idea of how how could I get out of this situation if it doesn't feel good for me. So, you know, I kind of always try to plan something ahead of time. So, like, depending on the situation... That, that's part of, like, my overall self-care. So, like, because I, I think, of, I don't know about you, like, I want to hear about yours, like, but I think of, like, self-care as being both, like, day-to-day and, like, a, Absolutely. Like a, a more general, but then also very specific, like, situation-wise. Mm-hmm. I think there's self, self-care for actual situations. Mm-hmm. So when I'm talking about this, I, I kind of mean both. So, like, my specific, my more uh, situational self-care would be like an escape plan. Like I think just knowing, uh, you know, how to get out of a situation if something's not feeling good. Mm-hmm. Like how, how can I get out of it? Who's safe to talk to to get out of it with me type of thing. Um, something like that. I don't know. Is that something you've like Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's not, it's not really something that like I've really had to consider so much like around the holidays just because like – you know, as you know, like, they're pretty laid back. And since I'm not, yeah. like, completely out, it's just, like, not a discussion about that. Um, but I do know that for a lot of people, like, the the escape route or plan or whatever is, like, very important. You know, it can be, like, talking to friends that you have in that area. Like, if mm-hmm. your family keeps misgendering you and calling you the wrong name, if you have friends in the area that you can stay with, you know, it could be as simple as that. Um but yeah, I don't have anything like situational wise specifically. Yeah, for but, that so one. So you, 
yours is more the general, which is good. Like, I think it's important to have that. Yeah, just kind of like plan ahead. Yeah. Like, I mean, like we talked about in the last episode, just like, you know, if there's not someone that you can have there in person, maybe have that friend that you can text like throughout, you know, throughout your visit or whatever. Or, you know, if you have to, you know, leave and go home early. If you don't have someone else that you can stay with, you know, if it, if it is bad. Right. And to, I think also like to have an idea of the things that this is kind of about like the situational escape plan, but like to have an idea of the things that may become overwhelming. Yes. uh, Know your triggers. Right. So again, to kind of like plan ahead and like, if you know that certain people might be too overwhelming, you know, maybe they come to the holiday event at eight o'clock. So you go earlier and leave before eight. Yes. Like, just kind of, yeah, that's a good things. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of having those things like mentally set up for you. I think are, that that's something that's helpful for me. I think mm-hmm. it can be helpful for other people. Um, and then like along those same lines, another thing that I, I try to do is like, and again, this is situational, but general, like to just have, um, time for myself like so to make sure that there is designated time that i'm going to set aside that's just for me for me to do whatever it is i need to do you know to to stay calm to stay relaxed whatever um so like just having that designated time available also gives me i think it gives me like more control and power like just subconsciously because it's like, I know, okay, if I, I just have to get through this or whatever, and then I know that there's the time for me to decompress and relax and, like... Well, it's kind of like a moment for you to, like, maybe take back control of your day, if it ever gets, like, out of control, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you feel like you you don't have control over the things that you have to do, but then you can say, no, this, you know, this yep. time frame is for me, and I'm going to do what I want and what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, that can be journaling it could be video games it could be like talking to a friend whatever um i definitely use like all of those (laughs) as wait like time for myself that's that's part of my self time kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and i mean little things like i think like taking a bath is really helpful to just relax like you know i think a lot of people talk about that but like i i never was a bath person and then um i really like started missing being able to take baths like after after my phalloplasty because you know i couldn't like soak in a tub so Mm -hmm. i when i was able to i noticed how like relaxing they were just you know mentally but physically too like your body just kind of like sinks into it and so i think you know like little things like that like the bath just music type thing Mm -hmm. any any of that i think can be really beneficial especially when there's like a lot of stress involved um, to have something else to just like focus or, or not focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take your mind off uh, of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I'm not a bath person. No, I don't like it. Have you ever like really tried? Because I never really tried. Um, maybe not like really tried, but okay. I don't know. It's just I like hot tubs. Like if okay. that, like if it could be that big, like okay. I just feel like tubs are very small. <laughs> And I'm a okay, small that's person. Fair. That's fair. I do think that like the tub size does make a difference. Yeah, people need to work on that. Yeah, if it's too small, you, I don't know. I feel kind of just trapped. Like I feel a little bit more claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. You're like, what am I supposed yeah. to do here? Yeah, exactly. 
But like we, you know, there's like hot tub places that you can go and like pay for like a half an hour or whatever. We I did that up by Santa Cruz, and that was so relaxing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and they tend to make the environment very like vacation mm-hmm. feeling. Like ours was kind of set up like this tropical vacation looking place, and that was so relaxing because I was like, oh. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, I'm basking in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so like, maybe you need to try a different bathtub. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. I'll work on that. I'm going to work on my bathtub game. (laughs) I'm going to find an Airbnb just for the bathtub. (laughs) And then when they ask you, like, why are you renting this? The tub. Why are you renting this house? Is this a business trip? Whatever you put just for the tub. <laughs> the, the tub experience. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, and this person is crazy. Yep. No, deny. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> you can't stay with us. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So my next thing that I had wanted to share was like, I think it kind of goes along the same thing, like video games and stuff, but like positive outlets. So I think it's really, like, part of my self-care is, like, having those, like, positive outlets. So, like, journaling or um, sometimes, like, verbally having to speak to somebody is really helpful. So I try to use, like, both of those. Um, Sometimes I'm feeling, like, more closed off and, like, introspective. So I don't want to necessarily communicate with another person. But, Mm -hmm. like, then that's where I would, like, choose to journal and stuff. And that's really helpful. And I think that, like... Also journaling about those things, like sometimes people are like, well, I don't want to write down the negative or I don't want to have to think through it to actually write it. But like when you, when you do write those things down, you get to come back to them and see like how much has changed. When you were here visiting, we played Pokemon Go a lot. And when we would go walk around aimlessly and like venture out. And so after, since you've left, I have gone out like almost every day for a walk by myself and played Pokemon Go because I want to catch all the Pokemon. And I hate walking by myself. It gives me so much anxiety. But playing the game, I don't even realize that I'm actually out walking. So like, Mm -hmm. it sounds so silly, but like just having that to focus on, I'm now I'm walking more (laughs) and like doing things I should do. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, like, getting kind of, like, double self-care in a way. Like, you're kind of taking care of your body in a way, but also taking care of your mind. But that's an activity that you wouldn't have wanted to do before without having, like, an additional outlet while you're doing it. Yes. So, kind of, you know, that anxiety is not something that's easy to, like, work through. Because usually I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, like, mask... Like, I wouldn't want to ignore, like, something that I should work on, but, like, there are aspects that are just too hard sometimes, and you so, like, walking around Mm -hmm. is just too hard right now, and, like, that's totally fine, so, but I also don't want to not walk, because that's super Mm -hmm. important for somebody who's recovering still, but also, like, just health-wise, it's important, so, like, finding a way to make that work was not easy for me until... We like I started doing this and now I'm like okay this is great and I did this after my hysterectomy too like because I really like first of all walking was painful for me mm-hmm. after my histo I was just in a lot of pain so like I didn't want to walk but also like that was something the doctor said like I needed to walk like 20 minutes a day so 
same thing. Like I would just play Pokemon and I would go walk around and mm-hmm. it was the one thing that could kind of like music doesn't work for me like that. Podcasts don't work for me like that. Like mm-hmm. I can't really get out of my head with any of that stuff, but playing Pokemon or like having that to walk around with was really, really helpful. And I mean, I know like you and I have talked about like sometimes you're out doing, you're playing Pokemon after work or something. So uh-huh. I, yeah, it's kind of like my little, like, after I get off of work, like, I I work, like, downtown, and there's, a, like, a ton of gyms, and if, I, if, I, if I'm, if i like, on a double and I have some time, then I'll just kind of take, like, a little square that I wouldn't yeah. normally take on my path home and, like, hit a couple pokey, pokey gyms, and it just kind of, like, allows me to decompress after work and just kind of, like, not have to really focus on anything and just have fun. Yeah. I don't know, like, I, I hadn't played Pokemon... Like, whenever I was out there, like, for probably, like, six months. Yes. And then when we started playing together, like, it just kind of, like, rekindled everything. And it's, like, it's fun because, like, we play together and, like, I screenshot a shit ton of Pokemon and Uh send them to you. It's just, like, exciting and it, yeah, yeah, just takes your mind off of shit. It's kind of, like, another way to bond, too, like, because Mm -hmm. we're, like, sharing what we're catching. Like, we're playing this game separately and everything, but, like, we're sharing what we're catching. You can share with your friends what you're doing, whatever. Now they have, like... Like, you just told me they had the trainer battles coming up so we can, like, battle each other now. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think I think the point here is, like, self-care can look a lot of different ways. Absolutely. And I know that, like, sometimes people can judge those things, uh, like, from one another. But, like, you know, I think it's – I think self-care really is just about, like, finding what makes you feel the best. And yes. What, how, like, what can pull you out of whatever place – you need to be pulled from. Yes. So if that's like Pokemon, there's like there's nothing wrong with that. If that's staring at the wall, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's gonna work great for some people. Like some people really find calmness in like staring. You know, who knows? Uh, that wouldn't necessarily work for me, but that's kind of like what's cool is like, you know, I also learn like we're able to learn from each other from other people like what are good like what's an option of something to try yeah what's what's helped you you know Mm -hmm. all those things so um i think it's like yeah i think it's super important to just like try new things when it comes to that you know yeah i have a note that it literally just says know what works for you you like you know just kind of like you know try things out like do you like you know the solo isolated self-care like that's that's what i go for like i'm pretty much like 100% introverted. <laughs> like I yeah. like to like have time with my cats or play video games or like disconnect from my phone or just like things like that. Or do you kind of want, you know, a one-on-one type of self-care where you're like talking to a friend or, you know, that kind of stuff as well, right. having those kind of conversations. So it can like, it can just look different for everybody. For sure. And I tend to be the opposite. Like so well it depends on my mood but like you know sometimes my self-care involves more people it involves being around people or involves like talking to people or Mm -hmm. you know like after surgery one of my big big self-care things was like on instagram you know having conversations with other people because it made me feel less isolated like because i was so stuck in the house but that Mm -hmm. made me feel like more you know normal because i felt like i was doing things uh even though i was still in the same place um and you know the same like the same thing we're talking about trying new things like 
when I was younger, I was really into drawing and I was really bad at it, but I like was obsessed with drawing and all I wanted was to be good at drawing. And that was like, you know, I had at one point I had gone to like an art therapist and that mm-hmm. was like the best type of therapy I ever did at that point. And, you know, I really, tr- I really like loved art. And then I just, at some point, you know, realized like I wasn't very good at it and that kind of demotivated mm-hmm. me from wanting to do it and so dimmed your flame a little yeah and so I just didn't do anything like that for for a really long time and then you know during my fallow recovery like pretty much all the new things I do now I had like a lot of time to think and I had a lot of just wasted time empty time and so I tried to find like more positive ways to fill that time and I like had gift cards that I had accumulated over like two years from birthdays and Christmas. Oh my God. So I bought an iPad, uh, an iPad pro and like just started like drawing on it. And that was like huge for me to just mm-hmm. have something that I could do like from the couch or from bed that it felt like I was accomplishing something. It didn't, you know, like thinking and processing things were really, really tough. So like, drawing doesn't really and doesn't have to involve like thinking and processing you can mm-hmm. just draw like you don't have to think about it yeah you can come up with whatever ridiculous idea yeah that you can and yeah. make it happen yeah or try to make it happen yeah but yeah you know so like i think um to me that was like a more like that was like video games for me but in a way of like I was also producing something so like mm-hmm. having like a finished drawing after the end of you know an hour or something like that that was really really important for me because I, I felt like I was accomplishing something and I as somebody who didn't really accomplish very much like you know work wise or anything like for so long because of these surgeries like that was really really rewarding and mm-hmm. so I found like that love of like drawing and creating again in that Mm -hmm. way and yeah like I really love that I love your drawings they're amazing thank you thank you (laughs) so I think it's just important to like try try new things like things that you're just like might not even think would work or you know you might not think you're good at whatever and like that's the other thing I feel like I wish I knew when I was younger like to just give myself permission to do things even if I was bad at it Mm -hmm. like it didn't have to be great or you know just do it just try yeah, just try. Just and try. like if if it makes you happy, like, you know, it really shouldn't matter if you're good at it cuz also like that's so relative. Like what mm-hmm. what what I might think is good, you might think is bad or vice versa. And like that's like I I don't know. I I think that's just like <laughs> that's like what life is mm-hmm. you're not <laughs> you gonna know? please everyone right that's yeah. just like our running theme <laughs> yeah you know even with video games like you know uh-huh. somebody can make the world's greatest video game and like you know not 90 percent of people might think it's the world's greatest but there's gonna be like 10 percent of people that think it's a terrible game yep and like that's what's kind of cool is like you know like let's stop judging ourselves then because like somebody will find it rewarding or some or, yeah and cool. someone's gonna, someone will do the judging for you. So yeah. we should just take that off of ourselves. Yeah. So like how you were saying, or how we were saying before, um, like it looks different for everyone. Like, like my some of my self care, um, because a lot of my work weeks are very long. Sometimes my house is a little bit in disarray. So 
usually on my off day, I set aside like three, three hours or so, and I will clean my house and listen to podcasts. And like, you may not think of like deep cleaning or like catching up on chores as self care, but like once I'm done with that, like there's just so much relief afterwards. And it just really, like, even while I'm doing the process and, like, because I can't escape in podcasts. Like, I like all the science fiction ones and the storytelling ones. So, like, that, the time flies by. And then even afterwards, you know, it just, it allows me to relax. So that kind of, like, sets up, you know, that's kind of, like, setting setting myself up for the rest of my day as well. Right. So, I'm a weirdo. (laughs) I like to clean and listen to podcasts. <laughs> well, I think, but I think a lot of people like like look at cleaning as like a self-care type thing because it's, yeah, like cleaning, yeah, it's definitely work. I definitely don't like cleaning. But at the same time, it's like a solitary, like you're in kind of in your own solitude or whatever. Like mm-hmm. It's your time to just focus on what you're doing. And so maybe even as much as it's like boring. Or yeah, like, you know, maybe not the self-care that, you know, you wanted. Right you want to do but then afterwards right. i always feel more like how you're saying with drawing like i feel more accomplished like right look at this <laughs> look at what i did look at look at what i did to undo what i've done for the past week <laughs> <laughs> but you're caring you're right <laughs> you're self-caring i'm self-caring <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that but i think that's like that's great like i wish that i mean i do like vacuuming like that makes me feel super accomplished i can't yeah. say like other things like the dishes but mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I think just knowing that that works for you is like, Mm -hmm. you know, I like it. Yeah. Are there other things that work for you like that? Or is it mainly cleaning? Mainly that's like, that's what makes me the most accomplished. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For like self care, you know, like other shit, like actually taking care of my adult responsibilities, but that's not self care. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is in its own way, but (laughs) like in its own way, in a way that we don't want to admit. Yeah. Then, then it sounds more exciting. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Well, that's all. That's our self care for today. (laughs) Take some tips. Try them out. Yeah. Try them out. Let us know how they work. Thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of Transitional Wisdom. If you feel you'd like to share your story or if there's a topic you'd like us to cover, please email us at nash at transitionalwisdom.org or visit our website transitionalwisdom.org. And please don't forget to like, share, rate, whatever. It really helps us reach a wider audience of people who may find this helpful. And hey, thanks. Who knew this would happen to me? Potion could save my life. Who knew that these feelings had a name? I'm worthy of change, same as you are.